Welcome everyone to Rock Buzz, coming to you from Ocean Pines, Maryland. My name is Sherry Clifford, and I am here along with my co-host Amy Peck. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent the views of the Ocean Pines Association or others. We are not affiliated, nor are we endorsed by the Ocean Pines Association. The Ocean Pines ROC was started about two years ago with a private Facebook group and has now grown to almost 3,000 members and continues to grow daily. Our mission is to bring factual information and news to the residents of Ocean Pines and its surrounding areas. You can join our Facebook group by searching for Ocean Pines ROC or find us on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to look for the official ROC logo. Our website is oceanpinesroc.com and our email address is info at oceanpinesroc.com. Welcome to another episode of Rock Buzz, the Ocean Pines Community Podcast. Hey, what's that sound? Oh, it's the election clock ticking. Yes, it is. Ballots are supposed to be due back in Washington State by Tuesday, August 8th by 4 p.m. But does anyone have their ballot yet? Well, with that, today we are talking about the delay in getting this year's election ballots, the election contractor, and how we got to this point. Yes, everyone, this is three years in a row that we have issues with our election process. In 2021, we had now Board of Director Rick Farr suing Ocean Pines OPA for his current seat on the board. In 2022, we had a total meltdown of the election process when it came to getting the ballots counted, recounted, and verified. And might I remind everyone that no audit was permitted by this board majority, which we will save for another podcast episode as we dig deeper into those election results and continue to request reports and access to the online data files. But for now, this year, 2023, no ballots as of today. Yep, I don't have my ballot yet, so let's do a quick recap. It wasn't that long ago when the prior election committee all resigned, and this committee was quickly seated and made the decision, even before meeting as a committee, to get rid of electronic voting, disregarding that last year, with electronic voting, they reported zero late ballots. Today, we are focused on the steps that have led us to who, what, and where in this election's process we are. In fact, it is a little difficult to follow because there are no minutes, agendas, or videos in which the election committee is talking about finding a new contractor. Then there is the whole controversy of why the committee edged out our local contractor who had been serving Ocean Pines for years. Where do we start, Amy? Well, let's start at the board meeting on May 20th and about an hour and a half in the meeting when the board majority all has their hands up voting for the new election contract. Okay, that's a good starting point. Voting for the new election contractor was Doug Parks, Rick Farr, Monica Rakowski, and Stuart Lakernick, who maintained control of any and all board decisions. Frank Daly abstained as his house was on the market, and Dr. Colette Horn and Steve Jacobs voted against it. Yes, the board majority ignored the research discussion points made by directors Dr. Horn and Mr. Jacobs, who voted against using this contractor. Their arguments included that we should use a local contractor, not one on an island 3,000 miles away, the inevitable delay of mail due to distance and the numerous network distribution centers the mail would have to go through. Yes, I remember Doug Park stating that delivery time from Bainbridge Island, Washington, and Pennsylvania was the same. Does anyone really (laughs) believe that? Well, I didn't. 
Uh, Steve Jacobs also made the argument that a large percentage of homeowners, 30 to 45%, use that drop box. And I know when we were part-timers, we always brought our ballot with us on a weekend and we used the drop box. Well, at first, the board majority only wanted to have the drop box available for three days. That would be August 5th through the 8th. But around 10 o'clock this morning, Monday, July 24th, an announcement was made that the drop box would be available starting Monday the 24th. In addition, Steve Jacobs also talked about a possible increase in late ballots not being counted and about disenfranchising voters. I want to remind cost-conscious listeners that Steve Jacobs also pointed out that election trust proposal did not include postage, and the cost of this contractor was going to be more than double over prior years. Now, I'm really glad they're going to have that Dropbox open Monday, but the announcement causes another question. Tom Piatti states that the lateness in receiving ballots is not associated with the U.S. Postal Service. So what is it associated with? Did the election committee get the ballots to the printer late? Is it a contract issue? What happened? But you're right. The new contractor is expensive. Dr. Horn questioned why the rush to use a contractor that offers electronic voting when this election isn't even offering that to voters. At this point in the meeting, it appeared Doug Parks wanted to close out the discussion, but Steve Jacobs brought up that M06 is being changed after the fact because of this contract, and homeowners will not be able to view the counting in person. Well, they won't be able to view it in person, not without taking a plane or a ferry ride. (laughs) Dr. Horn also brought up the potential problems regarding email notification of ballots received. So here we are today. Do you have your ballot? The work scope provided by Election Trust mentioned that replacement ballots would need to be mailed out by July 25th. Do you even have your original ballot? I don't have my ballot, and it's been over two weeks since mailing was supposed to have been done July 11th. Once I get it, will it take this long to return? Are we running out of time? So many of our listeners and the Rock Facebook group members have been asking, Why did they change contractors and why did they pick Election Trust as the new contractor? Well, we've been asking that as well. Sherry, why don't you tell our listeners what you found out? Well, I guess it started with a phone call to the U.S. Post Office on Bainbridge Island asking how long should it take to get mail from Bainbridge Island to the East Coast. That's when I discovered that mail leaves via ferry to Seattle, Washington every night. There are only two ways off the island. One is a one-hour and 45-minute bridge car ride or a 35-minute ferry ride. With the mail being ferried, they estimate mail would take approximately four to five days to reach us. Well, that sounds like a good estimate. The 3,000-mile mail trip goes through three to four distribution centers and involves car and plane and, and maybe ferry. And considering mail to my son in Boulder, Colorado frequently takes a week, this sounds like a good estimate. So why did the four to five days pass and no one got their ballot in the mail? Because using that time frame, property owners in good standing should have received their ballots on July 15th or July 17th, and ineligible voters should have been notified as well. The annual meeting notice is in that envelope. That's when I began to look into election trust to see who they were. It has John Bowden as a general manager and Tim Mannion as chief operations officer. And looking at the documentation that was provided by Election Trust in the May 20, 2023 board meeting packet, 
I saw that for electronic voting, they said they are partnered with VoteGritty.net. And for counting ballots, they are partnered with ClearVote.com. Now, I saw that too. So VoteGritty is close by, right in Seattle, Washington. John Bowden isn't listed as an employee or even an advisor, but Tim Mannion is listed as co-founder. Correct. So he is both COO of Election Trust and co-founder of VoteGritty.net. Then there is the third company that Election Trust mentions partnering with, and that is ClearVote.com, which is located in Boston, Massachusetts. And, and what do they do? In looking at ClearVote.com's website, it appears to be a software company that provides scanning software for reading ballots, like the company OPA was using last year, Snap Survey, which turned out to be an excellent ballot scanning software company. Again, we will go over these findings in another podcast. Okay, so when I look at electiontrust.com, that's the contractor we signed with, it looks like they do it all, but in actuality, they are partnered with two other companies. But Vote Gritty does do it all, and Tim Mannion is with both companies. So why didn't we just sign with Vote Gritty? It looks like we signed with a middleman at double the cost of the previous contractor. So now the question has to be asked. Who is actually doing the work? That's a good question. VoteGritty.net does appear to be a full-service company doing paper, electronic, and hybrid voting. Election Trust is on Bainbridge Island with a small 348-square-foot office who appears to be partnering or subcontracting the work out. Who was printing the ballots? Who was mailing them? Yes, who mailed them? At first, committee members Tom Piotti and Tom Schwartz reported that they were being mailed in batches. Is that the problem? Well, my research so far in speaking with the U.S. Post Office on Bainbridge Island, there is absolutely no need to process our ballots in batches. They can easily handle 8,500 ballots. Moreover, after putting me on hold and asking other post office employees, they had no recollection of any bulk mail order coming to them so far at the Bainbridge Post Office location. Well, Bainbridge Island isn't that big. I think they would remember that. So maybe that means Vote Gritty did it. Or maybe Election Trust didn't go from their office two minutes down the road to the local post office, and instead they took the almost two-hour car ride or the 35-minute ferry ride to a post office in Seattle. Well, we don't know, but what we do know is the clock is ticking. How are homeowners going to make the August 10th deadline? What will happen next? These are the questions homeowners are asking. There has been no decision to extend the ballot deadline. The decision to have the drop box available now will only help local voters. Will we have an annual homeowners meeting without the annual meeting notice required? Will we have a meeting and we won't verify the election because the ballots haven't been counted? How many late ballots won't be counted? Let's just hope these ballots hit the mailbox really soon. And the big question, does this further erode confidence in OPA's elections? Stay tuned for more updates and join us on our Facebook page, Ocean Pines ROC, and let us know when you receive your ballot. The clock is ticking.